How do you adjust when you can't do what's been working so well? Welcome to the No Boring Stories podcast. You know you can use storytelling to captivate your audience, clarify your message, and grow your business and impact like never before. That's why I'm here. Each episode bringing you transformative stories, expert storytellers, and my signature storytelling tools, all to help you tell a better story. Because there's no such thing as boring stories, just boring storytellers. I'm your host, Alex Street, and to be honest, Soccer is probably my least favorite sport. Come at me, world. Today on the show, we've got Shannon Barushian. She is a holistic health coach and fitness pro who helps women get in the best shape of their life with her sustainable, whole body approach to wellness. Shannon goes all in on this conversation and enters into the vulnerable place of looking at her past in a way that she never has before, to identify how she felt way back then when she was comparing herself to everybody she saw, and how has that changed to who she is now, being somebody whose light is shining brighter than ever. You are going to love this episode if you have found yourself in that place of comparing and then seeing all that you were working on crumble and have to adjust and find something new so that you can show up in this world. This is for you if you're looking for where you belong. Look, I am so thankful that you're here and I know you could be anywhere else. So if you find something stands out to you in this episode, please share this on your social media so that others can experience the same transformation. I am grateful that you're here and I want you to enjoy this conversation with Shannon Barushian. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the No Boring Stories podcast. I am Alex Street, and I am joined today by another not boring story liver, not boring storyteller, not boring. Anyways, Shannon's here, and she doesn't have a boring story, and uh, you get to dive into it with us today. Shannon, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to be here. Yes, this is going to be fantastic. We're going to walk all the way through your journey, your story. And um, I mean, really, what I love about this, and we've had a call before we got on a call, we kind of talked about where you're at and what you do and what your business is and and what the story is that got you here. Now we get to do this live and uh, or at least recorded. And what I love is the clarity that we can find in this. So let me just start right there coming in. When you hear the word clarity, how do you feel? Do you find, do you feel like your life has clarity right now? Is that something that you're still even like yearning for looking for? Like, what is that? What's your relationship with, with clarity around your business, around your story, around all of this uh, right now, as you come in? It's such an interesting question because you know, we're in 2021. And I feel like everyone's life has kind of pivoted and shifted over the past year and a half. And so if you asked me this six months ago, I would have been like, I have no clarity, you know, changing everything. I just undergone knee surgery, life turned upside down. And now I'm sitting here in what September, first day of September, 2021, feeling confident and clear. And what I mean by that is I know where I'm going. And the steps are starting to unfold. Wow. Yeah. I think it's so this. Okay. So this is the other part that fascinates me about stories where we're like, we just, we talk about our stories as these 
times and and like you can talk about like yeah that was a hard three years and then i got to this point you're like three years or as you just said yeah six months ago i didn't have this and now here i am and it sounds like this like cherry on top yeah i'm feeling more confident and clear um than ever and i see the stops the steps coming forward but that to us is like a oh that sounds nice but I still find myself in that three. I still find myself in that six months. You know what I mean? Like the listeners like st- is thinking, okay, that's good for you. But I'm over here still feeling what it feel, what it sounds like you felt back then. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like must be nice. <laughs> well, exactly. But let's not poo-poo <laughs> or minimize where you're yeah. feeling right now. So let's celebrate that. You're feeling confident. You're feeling clear. You see the yeah. steps coming in front of you. What does that look like? Tell us, bring us into to the work that you're doing and and the main work that you're bringing to the world and that the impact that you do see in front of you that this is making or can make. Yeah, so I am a health and fitness coach. I specialize mm-hmm. in sustainable fat loss and lifestyle transformation for women. So right now, you know, I work with women in a one-on-one capacity, helping them break out of that cycle of, you know, being good for a few weeks and then falling off track, that struggle with consistency and really be able to lose the weight sustainably and transform their lifestyle. And so, you know, six, nine months ago, I was in this place where I wasn't sure how I would be able to hold handle. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, see, that's... The- <laughs> <laughs> you just slip right into it, it there. I love it. I love it. That's the, I want to I want to really focus on just the right here, right? Because that's yeah. the we will get back to that six nine months. I'm sure that that will be a pivotal point in the story. Sure. But before you jump back there, let's get super clear on that mm-hmm. here and now and the impact that that makes. And you just flew through that like it was. I mean, you've done that before. You have said that before in some way. Maybe you just rehearsed <laughs> it for this. I don't know. No. <laughs> Take me in a bit more to to yeah. how you're helping people today, how you see, you know, you come like, are you you're doing like one-on-one sessions, group classes, mm-hmm. that sort of like, is that what it is? So right now it's one-on-one coaching. Um, it's a little right. bit hybrid style. So I want women to feel empowered. I want them to know exactly how to, you know, eat for their body, exercise for their body, what habits to focus on. Um, I, you know, coaching is a container, not where I think you need to be reliant on the coach, but where you can get the tools. And so Mm -hmm. I work with women in a one-on-one capacity to get clarity around, I mean, you mentioned clarity before, clarity around, you know, exactly what to do for their body, the ways that they self-sabotage, why what they're doing isn't working, and then be able to coach them and teach them, okay, how do I do this for the rest of my life? So they come into they they come to you thinking I'm out of control. I don't know what like I don't know why I am the yeah. way I, I don't know why I feel the way I feel. Is that right? Like there's this Yeah, I've tried it, it, everything. Yeah. I can be good for a few weeks and then, you know, that one thing happens and I fall off track or I'm doing all the things but it's not working and they just feel lost and confused and defeated because I mean, let's be honest, you're not struggling with your weight for one to two weeks or a few months. Like it's been years of, of you trying and of you, you know, putting in the work, but not reaping the reward. And so when women come to me, they're like, clearly I don't know everything, which is yeah. a good thing. Cause you're recognizing, Hey, the hamster wheel that I've been trying to do is just leading me down the same old path and it's not working. And I'm ready to learn what I don't know and really be able to make forward trajectory. And so then they leave you know, sessions with you, Mm -hmm. 
they leave their time with you feeling fully self empowered, like clear on what they're shopping for, what they're eating, how they're living. Is it really, is it, is it really that kind of a, of a change where they're, they understand exactly what's going on with them and, and their body and, and how to address it, how to change that. And, and if so, how does that change them, their family? The it changes they're, they're everything. With? Yeah. It changes everything because when they're coming in, they're lost, right? They're confused. You're, you're defeated. You're, you're stuck. You're struggling. And it's my goal that after the 90 days together, you leave feeling confident in yourself, in your skin and being able to look in the mirror and love what you see and feeling like yourself again, you know, clear and exactly what to do for your body in the gym and nutrition. You have a system that's sustainable. You have the confidence to know, Hey, this is actually a routine that I can keep up doing. I don't have to worry mm-hmm. like at the end of the 90 days, like, Oh, I'm going to fall back in old ways. Or, you know, well, what am I going to do after this ends is I want to help you build that lifestyle. So by the end of the 90 days, they just feel like wait a minute, it doesn't have to be so hard. I actually can do this. And they leave feeling really empowered. And the beautiful part is that this impact is not just, you know, them, right? They, they get to wear the clothes that they've been wanting to wear. They get to go to the beach with their kids and wear the swimsuit, right? They get to go on the date and be like, okay, I feel good, you know, Mm -hmm. and really step into their life fully in that way. But that light radiates into every single other area of their life, right? Like their spouse sees that they, they're, they're, you know, you can be more intimate with your partner. You can feel confident go, to go on the dates. It, it translates in the boardroom. Your friends see it. I think it's just when you feel confident and when you feel empowered, and this is really the mission of why I do everything, it's you get to go do the things that you haven't been able to do because you've been holding yourself back in your life because you felt self-conscious. Ooh. So... You said light. You said mm-hmm. that light kind yeah. of shines on everything else. Is that how you feel right now? Do you feel like you are a light that is showing up in this world brighter than you were? Is that like, is that, is this what you just described? Is that how you feel in, in your life, Shannon? I think I'm starting to get that light back and I'm starting uh. to find it again. And you know, what we were talking about earlier, it's, you know, I feel like right now in this moment, I feel confident, I feel clarity, but not to say that, you know, that light comes and goes, right? We have days that are brighter and days that are dimmer. Um, it, it's always going to be in seasons, but it's exciting to be in the spot right now where I'm like, I'm excited to see how much brighter it can get. So this is like, you know, in superhero movies, when sometimes they will like show later in the movie, they'll show Spider-Man getting pounded in the face and then all of a sudden show him in high school and it's like Tuesday. Right. And you're like, right. wait, right? How are we going to get to that part from mm-hmm. here? Like that's that's kind of what we just did right now, right? Where we're like, okay, so you're sitting here saying like, I'm excited to see how this light can can get can continue to get even brighter. Yeah. And I'm I'm starting to get this light back, which just what that did, as you said that, I'm starting to get this light back. I know everyone else is thinking it because I'm thinking it is, oh, when when was the light dim for you? Like it sparks yeah. this this tension in our mind. You just opened this loop for us, this story loop to nerd out on on storytelling here. You just open the story loop for us that goes, wait, if that's who she is now, if she's starting to find that light again and she's excited for how, I wonder where that began. 
-hmm. Like, what's the beginning of that story for her? What's the beginning of this desire to empower women to, to find confidence and clarity and be this bright, shining light? And she self-described it hasn't always been as bright as it is right now. And, and it, at one point it was dim. Like, that's where we then go, ooh, tell me more. Right. Do you, do you see that? Do you recognize that? Do you see the power totally. in that? Totally. So now what you're bringing us into again, now, now you have the opportunity to say, okay, well, here's where I was. And, and that's, what's going to make us go. Okay. Okay. Now I see her. Yeah. Now I see that. Cause right now, honestly, it sounds like you're perfect. Like there's this level <laughs> of maybe, okay, <laughs> but there's this level of of ascendance that you have mm -hmm. reached that you just introduced us with that that puts you up at this level of like wow she's got it she's figured it out she's helping these people it's incredible holy crap and if you don't bring us into like yeah but actually like it's been a like i have had to figure this out for myself then we just keep you up there but now as you tell the story you get to bring us along the ride totally yeah so let's do that yeah Sure. Let's so are we in. talking okay. about all the way in the beginning in terms of my health and fitness? Yeah. I mean, what I think it's, it's not as well, it is about health and fitness. I understand that that'll be a, a kind of just, you know, something that we look to throughout the story. But I wonder <laughs> to jump in and to, to assume a lot. It's like in Harry Potter, magic isn't the point. Um, the point is this boy going from feeling alone to feeling like he's got family and is making a difference. Magic is just kind of, you know, that's, that's the setting in which that yeah. journey happens. And so that's where I'm way more interested, right? Not necessarily in your health and fitness journey, though, as I say, I'm sure that's going to help that guides yeah. a lot of this, but more so in that confidence and clarity piece of like, where did that begin? Where did you feel as a kid yeah did you feel like you grew up really confident or you grew up like mm, no like pretty the pretty deflated balloon out there um kind of one or yes. it, it feels like it's going to be one or the other or that light let's talk about that light that's shining now was that shining when you were a kid and then it got dimmed or do you go back and you're like no i don't actually remember really shining much at all what comes to mind as you go way back and yeah, you think about I mean, those kind of concepts? Health and fitness has been such a vehicle for me. So yeah. when you asked me that question, I think back to that time where, you know, I grew up playing sports, you know, running yeah. track, playing soccer, doing all the things. And in that way, I felt confident because it was like fully authentic me. Like Shannon on the soccer field was just me in my most pure, joyous state. I love were it. You um, like, I, were you vicious out on the field? Like, what were you, what were you like? What did you, <laughs> I mean, like a slightly vicious, but like also I'd help you up off the ground. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to trip you. I'm going to spike you, but then I'll help you yeah. get up. Come on. Yeah. No, okay. You know, all right. I'll um, shake hands at the end. <laughs> and were you good? Was it, was that was soccer your favorite? Oh my gosh. Yeah, absolutely. And like competitive, highly competitive. Like what? Yeah. You know, I was high school varsity, um, started okay. playing in college club team and then um tore my acl for the first time back then so that kind of put a damper on things okay right so so you're so you're leaning in to this 
athletic side mm-hmm. and feeling like yeah. this is where I feel alive. Okay. Take us more. Yeah. Into and so, you know, when I was playing soccer in college, I was going to school for exercise science. And like we talked about on our call, you know, the first time I realized that that love for sports really translated into a love for fitness. Like I love that mm-hmm. empower feeling on the field. I loved feeling strong. I loved feeling athletic. And so I started teaching group fitness classes and personal training and starting my career. And that moment that came to mind when you were asking the question of like, when did that light dim for the yeah. first time? It was realizing in working in the health and fitness space that suddenly I became aware of how my body looked because I thought in order to be taken seriously, I had to like have the perfectly toned abs and lean toned arms. And so suddenly I felt self-conscious and suddenly I was like, Ooh, wait, I got to work on this. Is that, is that simply because of comparison? Are you seeing other people? Yep. And I think a lot of it's brought up in the industry too. You know, back then fitness competing was a really big thing. I was surrounded by a lot of bodybuilders and then here I was, you know, maybe a little bit, thicker is the word comes to mind, like have more muscle on me than them, maybe a little bit not as leaned and defined. And so I mm-hmm. thought, hold on, like their business is successful in order to be successful. I should look like that. And then, you know, clients probably see my body as a reflection of what I can do for them. And that was just a lot of pressure to grapple with. Mm. Okay. What you just said there, clients will see my body as a reflection mm-hmm. of what I can do for them. Isn't that, yeah. I think so much for this, for personal brands specifically, we carry this, oh man, these expectations with us that like they're only going to think that I can take them to what I am doing mm-hmm. rather than I'm here to empower them around what I know to go and reach levels that I could never imagine. Right. And I feel like, like, is that not a better mission to be like, look, no, you come to me for what I'm specifically good at. And then I'm actually going to set you free to go and reach something that, that I might not be experiencing, but might not want or might absolutely. Yeah. Because you might, might have been there. Were you feeling good in your, I mean, other than, was it just around looks or were you internally also feeling, um, I don't know if unhealthy, but unfit where like, was there something or was it just really aesthetic? Initially it was just aesthetic. It was just aesthetic. I was like, okay, you know, I need to look this way. And so I did what anyone in my position would start to do, women especially, is I started dieting, you know, and I started doing all of the things, like everything under the sun, which I know a woman listening to this can relate to completely. And then through years of chronic dieting, I started to feel the unhealthy effects. You know? So, okay. Okay. So then go back a bit, compare that yeah. to some, like that, you're talking like your like early 20s at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you go back to like high school years or even before that, as you're this like fit, active kid and feeling alive, playing these sports, was there even like a concept of how you felt or how you looked or should I diet? Like, was that entering your mind then? Or it was really just about, let's just run, let's just play. I think it was a mix of both because I would feel stronger and leaner and healthier, you know, peak season. Um, And I think back then it's like, oh, I just use my sports to help me get in shape. And when I wasn't in season, I was like, okay, I'm just going to keep running because I like feeling healthy. Um, But then there was, you know, 
understanding a nutrition perspective from the need to perform. So I was really aware of that. But I also think in the back of my mind, there was, you know, when you go and pick up your jersey, like, oh, okay, I grabbed the size medium when everyone else grabs the size small. Or, you know, like, oh, wow, she's so strong and she looks so great. I think as a, you know, a woman, it's kind of inevitable inevitable that you start to compare yourself, whether mm-hmm. it's intentional or not. Yeah. So you have this. Can we just talk about that for a second? Like, yeah. with, how do we or is that the mission? Is is that your mission to like to try to to simmer that down a bit for people? Like you said, it's inevitable. Why is it inevitable? Where does that come society, from? Like what, society pressures, you know, media, what women see on magazines, what women see is praised on social media. Comparison is unfortunately the name of the game. And it's my hope to help us like turn the dial down on that negative self-talk and, and feel home. Like, Hey, I'm enough. I don't need to lose weight. If I want to lose weight, that's okay too. But I also just want you to feel really strong and empowered and know that if you want to go achieve an aesthetic goal or you want to go achieve a physical goal, like running a marathon, doing all the things, it's okay to do that. And I'm excited to push you in that direction. And also at the end of the day, your worth isn't tied to how you look. But even I hear that. And I go into, and I, look, let me just recognize my place as a privileged white straight man in this world. Like, I just have to put that on the table and and play that um, ignorance in the conversation and everything that I I just want that to be there. And But what I'm also wildly interested in is the statement that you said about you're, you're there and everyone picks up a small and you pick up a medium. Mm. or yeah and you pick him a medium and so then you think you're now comparing yourself to them is it about like what is that sense of comparison is it simply about difference is it oh they all did this thing and i picked this i had to pick this one therefore i am different do i belong with them is it about belonging is it about success is it about expect as you said expectations but if it's expectations then who's putting those expectations on you where was that idea kind of like what was that voice that was inside you that was telling you you compared to them you're not enough like on what level you know what i mean like what when we take it back to high school what comes to mind is you know back then you want to feel you want to have friends, right? There's always the popular crowd and the unpopular crowd and the sport, you know, the jocks and all the things. And so I think looking back or thinking back to that time, it was, I want to feel like I belong. I want to feel like I'm enough. And I want to feel like I'm seen as beautiful and attractive in the ways that I see the other girls, right? Yeah. And so what kind of proof are you looking for? to tell where are you looking for to tell you that you are beautiful and attractive like them you know like yeah. what would have been the factor what would have been the key was it is it a specific person saying is it somebody asking you out is it is it is it you just being able to look in the mirror and and be okay with it do you like i see you thinking yeah. you're like i don't know mm-hmm. what yeah it's it's a really interesting question i don't think i've ever thought about it before 
and I can sit in this place now and be like, you know, if I, if I had the tools, if I knew how to look at myself, if, sure. if I was speaking positive self-talk, self-talk, I wouldn't have needed that validation from anyone. But mm-hmm. back in that place, I don't even think I would have known what I was looking at for. I yeah. just remember feeling not enough. See that. That's the place. Like when I think of you and your story and how you're helping people, that even the helplessness and answering that question, Shannon, I'm just, I just got to thank you for going into this so far for, for just answering, for playing with this because the vulnerability that you just showed in like, I don't even know how to answer that. I don't know what would have been Mm -hmm. the thing. Would it have been a specific guy? telling me that I look this way? Would it have been uh, my dad telling, would it have been my mom, would it have been going out shopping for this? I don't know. Yeah. It wouldn't have been any one of those things because ultimately it was this underwriting, like, like deep ingrained belief that I just didn't feel enough. Yeah. Yeah. And that is where we find ourselves. That is where so many of us are finding ourselves entering any room, even if it's a room. This is what's so interesting to me. You're like, you're on the soccer team. You already made the team. You're a good player. You've earned the right to be there. And yet, even among these people that you've earned the right to be a part of, that others are cheering for, you're the one that they're cheering for. And yet, among that group, you don't feel like you belong among them. And that's a place that I think so many of us find ourselves is like, yeah, no, I'm an entrepreneur. But then among this space, I don't know if I belong. Yeah. Or I'm a successful, I can be a speaker, but among other speakers, I don't know, would I really say that I belong? And yet people are hiring me to help them speak. But then I put myself in this container and I'm comparing myself to everybody at their level. Do you see what I mean? Like this is, this is a common story. If you're like me, you might be showing up consistently, but you still feel all the fears and frustration of public speaking. I used to hold myself back because of this, but now as I show up more authentically than ever, I'm making more impact than ever, and I wanna help you do the same. That's why I created the Fearless Speakers Academy membership, a safe space where you can not only identify the exact fears that are holding you back from showing up, but also work on all the greatest tips and tricks that I've learned over 30 years as a performer and 20 years as a public speaker to captivate any audience. So you can show up with confidence online, on video, on a podcast, or on stage, wherever you find yourself today to use your voice and stand out from the crowd. In this membership, you'll get two live group coaching calls from me every month, as well as ongoing support through the community and all kinds of worksheets, downloads, challenges, and bonus offers along the way. It's only $15 a month. And if you go to fearlessspeakersacademy.com slash no BS, then you'll even get the first two weeks free to give it a shot and see just how much value is in there. Again, after that, it's only $15 a month. I don't think there's a better deal on the planet. Go to fearlessspeakersacademy.com slash no BS so that you can face your fears, make speaking magical, and tell a better story. And that, this, this is where I think 
if to talk about the light dimming and, and everything, I, th- I'm looking at that and seeing like, yeah, it was hard to turn the light on then. Mm-hmm. Who am and I to shine? Totally. And probably what, you know, I can see it now, what led to all the things in the past, like the diets, the fitness programs, yeah. the constantly trying to change my body. Cause I thought if I look a certain way, well, then I'll be worthy. If I look a certain way, then I'll be happy. If I, you know, the age old story of I'll be happy when I, you know, insert X, Y, and Z when really I just want to feel happy then and now and enough and worthy and peaceful. So, okay. So you go in and you, you're like exercise science because it's cool how the body moves. This is phenomenal. I want to help people understand this stuff. And then you get into that world and then the comparison doesn't stop. If anything, it gets far worse and and far deeper Mm -hmm. and more ingrained. That voice speaks louder and louder until what? I tore my ACL. The first time. <laughs> I'm coming up okay. on the anniversary for the second time, but the first time was really a pivotal moment for me because, you know, I, I can remember that day so vividly because I tore it playing soccer. And I remember hearing the pop Ugh. and I knew immediately, like it wasn't even a question. I was like, yeah, okay, ACL's toast. And I remember laying there on the soccer field and the concerns weren't, oh my gosh, I'm not going to be able to work. Oh my gosh, I'm not going to be able to get around my college campus. Um, Oh my gosh, I'm not going to be able to do X, Y, and Z. The fear that immediately ran through my brain was, I'm going to blow up like a balloon because I can't exercise anymore. Immediately. That's the first thought that comes to mind. Mm -hmm. And that was paralyzing. I was so fearful of suddenly I couldn't control my weight with exercise. Suddenly this thing that I knew my whole life that my whole career was around is just gone. Like I had never suffered a major injury like that before. It was pivotal in that sense. Yeah. But it really opened up the door for me to get to where I am now because after undergoing the surgery, I didn't gain weight. I actually lost weight. And this really opened up my eyes to see, okay, hold up. It's not just calories in, calories out. You don't have to exercise to manage your weight. You don't need to do hours and hours and hours of cardio six, seven days a week. And if you don't, suddenly you'll gain weight. There had to be more to the picture than what the industry was sharing, than what every single diet plan out there was telling you to do. Mm. And so it opened up my eyes to see, okay, I got to dig into this more because if I'm struggling and I feel trapped and obsessed and consumed and exhausted and afraid to stop exercising and suddenly I had to face it, what else is there? Did someone help you at that point? Like, was there like, how were you, this was all just you trying to figure out, okay, well, if I eat this much or if I like, is you just learning and managing and, and bringing all the understanding and knowledge that you'd already gained from your schooling into this but was there anybody else along your side that was like yeah you got this you can do this okay you can help or anything anybody that because it was such a it was such a deep struggle for me my struggle with food my struggle with exercise you know needing to work out for x amount of hours or have to burn x amount of calories that i was embarrassed it was this really silent struggle that i dealt with for years that i'm sure a lot of women do because you know not attractive, I guess that comes to mind, but it's so much more than that. It's, it can be all consuming that you're almost afraid to ask for help because it 
feels vulnerable. Like, how do you go to someone and be like, hey, I'm, I don't know what it's like just to eat normally. Suddenly food is this prison for me. Hey, like I'm terrified not to be able to go to the gym. Like, how do you ask for help in that way? So in all these years that we've just talked about over the last few minutes, and all those times and all those feelings that you felt in high school and everything, that was all internal, not yeah. talking to anybody about any of those fears or feelings because it's... I didn't think anyone else was struggling with it. I mean, is that laughable now? Like, yeah. Oh, I mean, absolutely. Be, yeah, like... Because I see now every single woman is. I shouldn't uh-huh. say every single, but the majority are. What woman hasn't gone on a diet and felt like it was their fault that they fell off track? Right. And imagine if, so how, I mean, you know, play the hypothetical card. How would that have changed if you started talking about it earlier? If if you had a community, if you had people with you understanding, saying, you're kidding, you too? Yeah. Um, does that does that even play a different story in your mind, or is it like I don't know? I don't know. I probably still would have kept pretty quiet. Like what? I could have saved years, huh. trapped in the cycle of being good for a few weeks and then falling off track, because I was in that cycle for four, five, six years. And then that cycle, that physical cycle, then perpetuates mm-hmm. the mental cycle of I'm. See, I'm oh, not good enough. I can't do this. I'm, I'm not, not good enough. enough. This is this. all my fault. I lack self-discipline. I lack willpower. Why can't I just, you know, why is it so easy for her? What am I missing? What's the secret that I don't know? Yeah. All of it. Why is it so easy for her? My goodness. Mm -hmm. How many times? Right. Yeah. That's that. I mean, that's the comparison. That's as soon as you see that, you see whatever you see that, that makes you visualize and compare based on what you see. Then that's typically that first thought is why is it so easy for her? Why is it so easy for them to, to thrive in their business? Why is it so easy for them to, you know, create a great family? And why are their kids, why was parenting so easy for them? Why was, why was it so easy for them to rise to the top in their business when I'm struggling every single day? And it just keeps you yeah. in this place of, it's because you're not good enough. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you shift, you start looking into that, and then you start thinking, I got to help other people. I've got yeah. to get my voice out there. I've got to be heard. Is that it? Yeah, I've I started to, to see the gaps. Me. I started to see the gaps of, okay, hold up. You know, and the common threads of, wait a minute, you're struggling with binging because you're not eating enough. Hold up, you're, you're having cravings in the afternoon because you're not sleeping enough, right? Wait a minute, you're drinking too much coffee. You're not managing your stress. No one's talking about health. Everyone's just talking about aesthetics. And I started to see the gaps and then be able to put the puzzle pieces together. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, I'm in this place where I'm like, hey, this is step one. This is, this is, this is what we got to focus on first. We get this locked down. Everything from here on out is sustainable. We got to build that foundation. Okay, wait, here's step two. And so I started this business to be able to help them and like have the blueprint to know exactly what to do to break out of that struggle to feel confident to know exactly what to do. There's no more questions. And it's my life mission, honestly. Okay. So how in the world, this is brilliant because I, but I still feel like there's a little bit of a gap. Yeah. 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 That at least I'm, I can feel it. I'm like, let's dig in. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you go, you just said you went from this place of, of internalizing all of it. 
mm-hmm. and really struggling. And then even when you go through this change, you're like, I'm healing from the surgery and I'm, yeah. and I'm, I'm feeling healthier and I'm seeing that there's these patterns and there's this whole part. Health isn't talked about only a step. And yet I said, was there anybody along that journey? And you're like, no, this is all. Inter-. So at what point do you just, how do you, how did you start to decide my voice is the voice that needs to be heard? I'm the one who needs to get this out. Where does that kind of confidence, where did that confidence, how did that shift for you where you decided I'm going to be the teacher? So when I say that there wasn't really anyone else, it's I wasn't talking to anyone, but I did invest in different programs. You know, I started doing different kinds of research of like, okay, I hear a lot about gut health. Like, let me, let me go down this avenue and I would learn a lot and things would start to improve. And I'd be like, oh, wait, hold on. Okay. You know, I really still struggle with binge eating. Like who's really good at binge eating? And I would sign up for this course and I'm like, oh, okay, hold on. That made a shift. And so it wasn't necessarily that like any one person helped, but different resources started to help me fill in the gaps and see like, okay, well, when I do this or when I address this thing, like I started to notice the shift. I started to be able to find that balance and create that consistency that I was missing and, and work on the self-talk. And once I got to this place of, I think this is <laughs> what you're saying, like the missing part. Once I got to this place where I'm like, okay, hold up. I'm standing here on this step and consistency is good. I can look back and I haven't struggled with food in, you know, a year like what helped me get to this point? And then I was able to lay out the blueprint. Yeah. Like that moment, right? Yeah. You're like, that's the moment when I realized I've got something here. Mm-hmm. And if I have experienced this, something has changed here. Like that's the point. That's the, whoa, something something is about to change or something just did change or something mm-hmm. is, something has changed in the past and I'm just recognizing it now. It's that key moment. That's the, the eyes wide open. The camera zooms in. The <gasps> like, holy crap! This is, this is the start, of of something. How long ago was that? That moment that you were talking about. Um, I'd say four, five years ago now. Yeah, okay. I started coaching about four years ago, so it must have been slightly before then. Right. Yeah. And what that does, so exactly, that's that. So now you realize, whoa, I've got a blueprint here. I've I've experienced something. I've experienced a change, a transformation. I'm not struggling with this, this relationship with food like I was, mm-hmm. which means that I'm not struggling with this relationship with a lot of other things like yeah. I was. Imagine if I could help other people do the same. How can how do I do that? I guess through coaching. Yeah. And that's the how. And now you show up and you get to you get to go first. And you get to say, mm-hmm. just like this, right? And you think of the people who are out there who are like, yeah, no, I'm keeping it quiet because I'm embarrassed as well. I can't tell my husband that I struggle with food. Like I can't like forget about the public. It's like the people closest to you that you're like, I can't tell them that I struggle with this. I can't that, that would be embarrassing. And here or you are your showing is up. the only person who knows. There we go. Right. There's one, two key people, but no way you share that big time. And so here you are, Shannon, going first, as it were, to say, this has been my journey. If you've been here, I get it and I can help you get here. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the magic of all of this. (laughs) Yeah. 
<laughs> well, that's cool, it, though. right? And so yeah. you 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 show up and you're like, look, no, I can sell this program. I can do this thing. And then here's a blueprint and all this stuff. But we don't care. Honestly, we look at you and, and like I said, right at the beginning, you're like, it sounds great. You sound great. <laughs> shining big. This is fantastic. But then what you did, you just brought us in to see that there was this girl who was chronically comparing, mm-hmm. who who was keeping quiet and and was wondering, am I good enough? And then answering the question for myself saying no. Like it's it, for for you, this isn't like this wasn't a season of your life. This was 20 plus years of your life mm-hmm. that this was the story. And then you face that deepest, darkest fear of like, holy crap, I can't exercise. I can't do the thing that has been managing this for so long. Right. If I can't do that anymore, then who am I? What do I go forward with? And in that, in that place that you thought was going to be the dip was going to be the darkest, that's actually where like you found your glimmer of hope and you found a way and a path forward to become this person who now helps other people who are chronically comparing find this like wild confidence to show up and shine like never before. That's magic. It's fun. (laughs) (laughs) What's coming to mind? Just when I never thought about it as chronically comparing, but it's so true because I mean, take that if it's good, but if it's not, no, it is though, because I mean, you compare yourself when you're sitting out at the restaurant with your friends and they all order like a burger and you feel like you have to order the salad or when you're at the beach and everyone else is in a swimsuit, you know, wearing a bikini and then like you're in the one piece or you're covering up because you don't feel self, self, you know, because you feel self-conscious. I think the comparison is the root of in every single area. We don't feel enough, not in the job, not going for the promotion at the beach, at the restaurant with our partner, with our friends. Yeah. And the key, I think the key for all of us, when we do find ourselves in that, in that place of comparison is not just saying comparison or not just saying imposter, but like Mm -hmm. go, go a little bit deeper on that. So what? So you compare yourself to them? Of course you do. That's that's the nature of being in community. You look at another person right. and you get to choose, decide whatever it is about them that you like, don't like. It's, it's all there. It's not necessarily healthy. But then you go deeper and you're like, yeah, but why does that matter for me? Why am I hanging on to that? And as you said, it's like it was a sense of not belonging. The yep, fear there, the enough. ultimate fear is I don't belong here. Mm-hmm. And if I don't belong here, then then where do I belong? Who am I? You start to tap into that. Now we're getting to a thing. Okay, well, if look, if you feel like you don't belong and every room that you enter into, that's how you feel, I'm going to get you to the place where it doesn't matter what the other people look like in the room that you walk into, but you know that this is your space. Like that's confidence. Yeah, you get to take up space. Oof. That's shining light, yeah? Absolutely. Okay, so final thoughts. There you go. I mean, you've got this beautiful story. If if I just package it, it's something like from comparison <laughs> to confidence, but you get yeah. to take it and put whatever words to it you want to. But there's this this beautiful transformation there of or from not belonging to standing out mm-hmm. or stepping up or um there's this 
there is this beautiful transformation that you have experienced and now get to, to show up and help others on, um, what are your final thoughts kind of on that or on, um, you know, on your story or on people living in the same story themselves? What comes to mind is for the person living the same story, because like you said, it was in this place of not feeling enough, constantly feeling like I was behind or missing something or incapable in some capacity. And now being in this place where I'm like, actually, it wasn't that I was trying, I wasn't trying hard enough. It's that I was trying too hard and I just didn't have all the puzzle pieces. Sometimes you have to stop and slow down and pause and understand that the struggle, whether it be food or fitness or your weight or anything, it clicks when it works for you. Hmm. And that there's not this one size fits all approach is that it gets to be individual, gets to be your own personal journey. You get to create this lifestyle. And when you love it, it comes easily. When you get to feel the difference. It's beautiful. Shannon, thank you for being here. Thank you for opening up and being, as I said, just being this open book and it's willing to explore and go in and be like, hmm, what was that? That yeah. feeling, that kind of stuff is so critical for us. And I just see that so often with my clients. And I know that there's people listening that are like, oh, yeah, I've never, I've never gone to that place in my own life. And I think that you just gave us permission to do that. So um, thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for asking so, the questions. So if uh, if someone is listening to this and they're feeling like, yeah. yeah, no, I find myself in this place of not belonging, of comparison, of wondering, you know, I don't feel like I'm good enough, but I want mm-hmm. my light to shine. I want that confidence. I want to feel like I can step up and stand out. Um, and I know that Shannon's the one to take me there. How are they going to start a conversation with you? What's the best way to find you? So the best way to connect is probably on Instagram. My handle is my name, at Shannon Berushian. Um And I actually just started doing something really fun and cool, which is exciting because I know that a lot of times like we just lose that motivation. We lose that spark. We lose that light. And so I have been texting women in my community every week with some just kind of motivational message to jumpstart their week, some kind of little tidbit or trick or, you know, dose of mindset juice to just keep them feeling positive on this journey. That's going to last a lifetime, right? Because this lifestyle, once you start focusing on a healthy lifestyle, it doesn't just stop. Um, and so if you're a woman listening to this and you're like, yeah, I could use some motivation, feel free to text me. You can text the word motivated to 973-363-2196. And every Monday I'll send you a little message to keep that light firing bright on this Brilliant. journey. Brilliant. So. So find you on Instagram, text motivated to that number, and you'll get all that inspiration that you need to uh, live that same kind of transformation. Shannon, thank you so much for what you're doing in this world. Thanks for sharing your certainly not boring story with us today. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening. This has been No Boring Stories. I am Alex Street, and we are just getting started. I'd love to know what you thought of this conversation, so please feel free to reach out to me on my website, on Instagram, or in the Fearless Speakers Academy and share your thoughts. In the meantime, honor this conversation, go out in your life, and tell a better story today. We'll see you next time.